Do you think he, I thought he had quit doing Spectrox by then? What? Ten <laughs> years ago? Mm-hmm. Eh, listen, you had to spend that money somehow. Right. But that's the thing. I think when you're Ric Flair, you don't buy a lot of cocaine. I think a lot of people give you cocaine. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. That doesn't seem like seems like something people would share with superstars. <laughs> Charlotte Flair's grandfather. Oh, oh, my goodness. And then I think, um, you know, just to kind of, like, and just, you know, a ran, random band, okay? Right. Let's just say, um, let's just say... Aerosmith, right? Right. Like, at their height, do you think Aerosmith was paying for drugs? Uh, in their own way. Uh-huh. In their own way, as in hanger-ons. Right, were, okay. Were on their dime, because obviously Aerosmith was paying for the parties, so these people would be like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But they weren't like, hey, Steve... I'll give you a hundred bucks. You give me a bag of cocaine. Right. There was no financial transactions. Right. Uh, going on, but you, but you get what I'm saying. It's like Ric Flair wasn't like taking money out of his wallet, giving it to a guy <laughs> for cocaine. Right. He was, you know, just being given cocaine for his body of work. <laughs> yes. It was. It. It's. He's like a cocaine magnet at this point. It, cocaine is just drawn towards it. Yes. Right. In a big snorting sound. <sighs> allegedly. Right. You have to throw that allegedly in there right. uh, whenever you can. Hang on. Yes. Uh, all my run ins with wrestlers were innocuous, Joe. Yes. Yes. You. In that you wanted to be inoculated after you met them? <laughs> yes. And I like yours answering was the 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 the, the, the work the four worker handshakes. <laughs> Still one of my favorite moments in sports entertainment history. And, but it's it's more so the pizza afterwards. Right. That's what that's what I'm in it for. I'm like I'm like Ric Flair. I don't pay for pizza. Right. My body of work gets me free pizza. <laughs> I don't know. This could be the show. I'll just have Why? To... I don't give a fuck. What is, I mean, yeah. I didn't say anything bad about your wife, so. Right. Allegedly. Nobody said anything bad, allegedly. Right. So this is the long box here is after dark, number 243. I was looking here because a friend of mine went to an Alice Cooper concert over the weekend. Oh, I'm going in a month, exactly, almost. Okay. Uh, there's been a lot of shit going on on Twitter, so it's tough to dig through everything. What? There's crazy shit on Twitter? Yeah. Like fist fights at Disneyland? But Okay, ahead. so he says, Alice, Alice Cooper went on stage at 8.20 and finished at 9.43, which I greatly enjoyed because I'm old. Oh, boy. <laughs> Short set. Good to know. <laughs> Listen, Alice has got a curfew. The set looks funky. It's got, like, a little castle thing. We we were just I was just talking with the bassist because he was like oh he's going to see somebody tomorrow I forget who what band so he won't be in the shop tomorrow after two o'clock so mm-hmm. he'll have your books pulled early and fast so you'll be good. Um, I said my my email of my covers early. Oh good good. Um, 
But he was like, oh, so when you going to see Alice Cooper? I'm like, oh, next month. He's like, because he's in Allentown in like a week. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, if they're they're like unloading cheap seats if you want to go. And I'm like, eh, no, because I'm 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 going in a month. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, because I want to go now because he's he's like I'm like I'm trying to figure out how old he is. So I looked it up. He's 71 years old. So I don't want to go see him. I'm like, this might be my last time seeing him. Not because I think he's going to die. Just because I don't want to see Alice at 82. Do you know what I mean? Like, there comes a point where he's actually a skeleton on stage. But my favorite thing is him when he says he's going to retire is, he's like, I don't know when I'm going to retire. When I'm four years younger than Mick Jagger. So when Mick Jagger retires, I can go four more years. He goes, and then I have to then I legally have to stop. He goes, right. So I like that. So he set kind of like a benchmark for himself. Yeah. He's like, as long as, you know, Mick Jagger's doing the strut out there, I could, I could put my head in the guillotine one more time. <laughs> but uh, like I said, so, so be prepared for a, a lean, uh, 83 minute show. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I got a buffet in the deal, so I'm happy. There you go. But uh, we are returning from camp this week. Mm, camp Krusty. Yes. Under Mount Avalanche. <laughs> he didn't make any uh, wallets while he was there, my son. Uh, he stole a few. He's your kid. Oh, come on now. I don't think these kids have a lot of money on them anyway. My uh, kid had a bunch of money. See? Suspended, like, the little, like, general store thing that they have at the camp. The commissary. Uh-huh. It's like candy and trinkets and knickknacks and doodads to try to trick little kids, you know? Oh, the old doodad station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, the the plan was that the camp is either three days or six days. And you sign up based on whatever it is, you know, three days or six days. And we signed them up for three days. Mm-hmm. With the option to add the extra days if need be. Because we're like, okay, this is going to be his first time away. Like, he's not going to be, like, he's, there's been times where he's been alone with me for a period of time. There's been times when he's been alone with April for a period of time, which is not an issue. And there's been a time when he's been with uh, my in-laws for a period of time. You know, these are essentially, you know, people that he knows from scouts that he sees once a week over the course of whatever it is. You know, there was 10 kids and I think there was like five adults there. So, um, and it's like in a secluded area, it's like campgrounds, this whole thing. And we got all the texts and messages and pictures and all this stuff. And it looked like he was having a great time. And we went up there today with the intent, like, we were prepared, like, here's the next three days worth of stuff, here's the next three days of payments, here's the next three days of everything. He's like, I want to come home. Uh Okay. No problem. Was all that money returnable? (laughs) Well, uh, well, we we never, like, paid for the next three days. Okay, you know what I'm asking, though. I I thought maybe you got up there, you're like, hey, hold on, kid, don't don't come hug me, I gotta go pay your dues. Right. we We paid for the first three days up front. Right. And then we were going up there with the intent to be like, all right, hey, buddy, what's going on? We're going to pay for your next three days so you can stay another three days. And he's like, I want to come home. Was he like sad trombone want to go home or was he just like, I want to go home? Uh, we So we're walking up to a little thing and I see him there at a little park bench with all of his buddies. I'm like, oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. And we go up there and he see we see him. He sees us. We lock eyes like, oh, my God, mom, dad, what's going on? And we're like, oh, hey, buddy. And he's like, I'm ready to come home now. 
Yeah. And you know what I mean? It was like not like sad or anything. There was like other kids there that were like crying. But mm-hmm. you have to keep in mind, like these are kids ages, you know, in the different little areas, like as young as seven, which is where my kid is, all the way up to 12. And there are kids that this is their second or third or fourth or fifth go around. And this is my kid's first go around. So, um, you know, there's kids that made it an hour. Like, their parents dropped them off on Sunday. It's like, all right, that's the end of that chapter. And they're not, uh, like, they're going down the mountain from the campgrounds, and they're getting the phone call, like, come pick up your kid. He wants Mm. to come home. Right. Uh, So I'm glad that he stuck it out for the two days. Uh, I'm very proud of him. I I don't want to be sleeping outside for no two days. You know, I don't want to be sleeping outside for zero days, but, you know, for my kid, I would. And uh, he had a good time. He had a bunch of fun, but he was definitely homesick. And he wasn't the only one. All the kids were homesick. But the problem is all those other kids have the full six days paid for. Like, when we were there and we were getting set up and, like, going to the campground and getting all the stuff there, uh, we, we, my wife had overheard some of the other kids. They're, like, in his little pack, there was ten kids. And she had heard some of the other kids saying, like, yeah, one of the kids isn't staying the whole time. He's only staying three days. I don't know which one it is. But everybody else is staying the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I think you're all, like, full of piss and vinegar talking the talk when your parents are still, like, within earshot, you know? Within, within beaten area. Right. But once the tires screech and they're off the, the, off the facility, then you don't get as – then you're not as brave anymore, I guess. Right. Uh, but he did a bunch of cool stuff. I'm very proud of him. He wants to go back next year. That's a full year from now, so we'll see. Uh, He's going to continue with Scouts. But for the two days that he was gone, I watched this new show I've never heard of before, Todd. What was it? It's it's called Game of Thrones. Oh, my goodness. I saw that you (laughs) tweeted. Because I know back in the day, you watched one episode, and your wife, who I think has... We barely made it into an episode. All right, because I know your wife has full veto power over the TV. When it's something that we're watching together, it's going to exactly. be something that we watch together. Right. If you're if you're watching something while she's in the race car bed, then that's okay. Right. But if you if you're together and there's an eye injury or a ghost, that shit shut down. That's true. So I like so I know you tried it and it got blown up. So now were you watching it solo or was no. she trying it again? So I go, hey, you know, we have time. I go, we could watch something. You know, I have Cap- we have Captain Marvel. We can watch uh, Stranger Things Season 3. I finished Good Omens, which we talked about on the main show. I, and I know you read the book, so we could watch uh, Good Omens, whatever you want. She goes, oh, let's try to watch uh, Game of Thrones. I'm like, okay, let's do that. So uh, over the course of two days, I watched three episodes. And? I enjoyed it. It was It's a, it's a good show. Um, I know things. And then I don't know things. I'm guessing like you heard things, but now you're not quite sure where they happen or if you're right with the names or stuff like that. Right. Okay. So the Lannisters, I'm able to figure out who is who a little bit easier. Right. Whereas the Starks, especially the girls, like I can't remember their names just yet. Sansa and Arya. Okay. Uh, and I forget the dad's name, who's played by Sean Bean. Right. I, for some reason, was under the impression that his name was Jon Snow. 
No, that's and his, it's not, and it's not it's, right, right. It's his bastard son. Right. See, can I can I just say one son. thing? Go ahead. When it comes to the snows, yes, they're very much like the Von Erics. Oh, so I'm just gonna say, and, and no, there's no spoiler. There's like people drop in this show, so you're gonna you're gonna figure out who you need to know and who you don't like very quickly. So, right, right, like um. You get you get the deal where the little boy walks in on the two Lannisters getting down and getting down with the business. The things I do for love. That's that's this that's the <gasps> scene, the first episode at the right. end. You're like, oh boy. Right. So apparently he's going to be a cripple for the rest of his life. Could be. I don't want right. to spoil things. Could be, and that's what they say. And uh and Peter Dinklage says, and I, I know his name is whatever Lannister, but it's Peter Dinklage, all right? Uh, he is by far the best actor in this, mm-hmm. my three episodes in. Yes. In that he delivers his lines with a with a certain vim and vigor to him. And I think, I would say that he was probably, if not the most, probably like, you know, up there in the top three of the most well-known actors that were cast in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So the fact that he's, you know, a little bit better of an actor than everyone else, he's kind of having a little bit more fun with everything, you know? And that's his character, the party animal at this point. Right, right. But that's the thing. You're saying he's the party animal, but then when they're up at the wall, he's got, like, all these, like, he's got a plan and the way that he's handling people and talking to people. He's uh, clever. He's yes. clever. Yes, 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 yes. And the, the I like you said, you're watching it now, and like I don't want to say too much, but the writing is really good at this point, and the the like budget and the sets and everything are ridiculously like detailed. Like you're watching them, and like you're a stickler for special effects, and and I know that there's not a lot of problems in this series. Like there's some down the line. But for the most part, like, that's the one thing you cannot ever begrudge Game of Thrones and HBO is they threw a shit ton of money into this. Like, right out of the gate, too. You know, but as it goes on, they, they're like, here's more, here's more, go crazy, here's more. So I'm, I'm curious to see how far you go and right. if, like, what, what you're, like, what Joeisms are going to come out of it if you do watch it. Well, um, uh, and this is the thing. I, I, I know things just through, like, pop culture osmosis. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting for me because typically when I know something through pop culture osmosis, it's something that I've seen before, right? Right. Um, even stuff with The Matrix. Like, I've never seen The Matrix, but Half I know all the pop culture stuff from The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Th- this uh, Game of Thrones... I don't know as much. Or what I know is hazy. Hmm. I, so, I, as I'm, as, so as I'm seeing the show, like, like I mentioned before, the lead the, the, currently the lead character, right? Uh, Sean Bean's character, the father, whatever his name is. Right. I forget his first name, too. Right. But. Again, like I said, for some reason, I thought he was jo- his name was Jon Snow. And obviously it's not. But I also know that he dies in the first season. Right. Okay. For some reason, I had it in my head that he dies in, like, the first episode of the first season. Right. And I don't know why, but I had that in my head. So, like, we get to the third episode, I'm like, okay, he's not dead yet, but we're getting there. And I could see the other pieces on the chessboard of the show moving around. Mm -hmm. And then I know, with Jon Snow being sent to the wall, the bastard son, 
um, that at some point Jon Snow returns. So in my head, because I thought the Sean Bean character was Jon Snow, and I also knew that he died at some point early in the series. And Sean Bean is Ned Stark, and his real name is Eddard, but everybody calls him Ned. Okay, so Ned. Yes. Let's say Ned. So I knew Ned dies, but I Mm -hmm. thought his name was Jon Snow, and then I saw, like, with a lot of the advertising for the more recent seasons you'd see people saying that Jon Snow has returned. So I'm thinking, I'm like, Oh, did Ned, the character that I think is Jon Snow, who is actually Ned, does he come back as one of these white Walker things? Right. Is that where the Jon Snow returns thing is? But now that I see that Jon Snow is the kid, he's off at the wall. And then I'm sure he's going to, he's going to be off the table for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he comes back. It's, it's interesting to hear. Cause I, And there's a great line. He's like, I, I drink and I know things is a great line from this show. I both drink and know things. And I'm listening to you talk about Jon Snow coming back. And I'm like, interesting. I like your take on all of this. It's it's fun because sometimes you're going to be right. Sometimes you're going to be wrong. This is with the bits that I've gleaned from pop culture, Mm -hmm. but don't have a clear image of because prior to these three episodes that I've watched over the last two days, I had little to no uh, information in my head about Game of Thrones other than, like, the bare minimums. Like, there's dragons, there's a throne, and Aquaman used to be in it. And uh, Peter Dinklage. And that was, like, literally it. Right. And we'll get to Aquaman here in a second. Mm-hmm. Now, I also know that at some point Joffrey becomes the king. Okay. And I know that because I've seen pictures of that little Weasley shit wearing a crown. <laughs> You have no idea, Joe. And if you and that's the thing. As soon as he like, he didn't even say the first episode. He doesn't even say a word. He's just standing there. And (laughs) April gets up and she goes, "Fuck that guy." (laughs) Tell he's a piece of shit. (laughs) Let me just say, and I don't. You know, I could, I could do right, right. Spoilers or not spoilers with less. Joffrey. Like, you could already tell he's an asshole. Yeah. And in terms you could understand, during the course of his run, he gets nuclear heat, Joe. Nuclear heat. Oh, like, are you, are you, are you, Billy's trying to stab him as he's coming to their town? <laughs> yes, yes, pretty much. And he, he is so great. The kid, the kid who plays Joffrey, he has... Like, you hate that kid the way people hated Superman, Superboy Prime. You're like... Just everything he does, you're like, oh, and he's so good. And if you remember him, he was the he was Jim Gordon's kid in the second Batman movie. Nah, I have no memory of him. He, and now he he did Game of Thrones, and he's like, I'm I'm quitting acting. I'm done. But yeah, I had a good run. Yeah, well, yeah, and he had the world. He had the 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 world by the you know by the balls. He could have had any role he wanted, and he was like, nah, I'm you know I did this. It got me famous. I'm going to school and living my life. Good man. Yeah. Now, the other two Lannisters, I guess the one that's his mother? Yes, is Cersei. Okay, and the one who is, now, it's her brother, and they were having sex, right? Yes, they're twins, actually. Okay. uh, Because they shared a a womb together. Um, Okay. That's Cersei and Jaime. Jaime, a.k.a. the Kingslayer. Okay, so I... I don't think these two are going to make it very far for some, like, I think they're going to make it out of season one, but for some reason, I don't think they make it like, like they might make it to the end of season two, because for some reason I have in my head 
that Peter Dinklage and uh, 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 what's his what, the kid Joffrey are like right. the only two Lannisters left. Right. I don't know why that's in my head, but it's right. in my head for some reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't, or if I have, I just don't realize it. The younger daughter with the sword. Arya, the Stark daughter, you mean? Yes. Yes. I want her to be the babyface hero of this whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd Sorry, like I'm to trying th- to. I'm trying right. to know. You know. I understand. I liked at the end of the third episode where Ned gets her the uh, the, the the teacher to mm-hmm. teach her to sword fight, and I like that guy who plays the sword fighting teacher. Right. Uh, I don't see him being a regularly recurring character just because like, it's like, Oh, here's this guy that we're going to just introduce like in the last five minutes of episode three. And I'm sure he's going to have like some sort of arc, whatever that'll end poorly for him. But I really like that guy. I, I like, he came off across as a good character. He kind of stood out with his acting and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, I don't think that anything really evolves from her Aria, because you don't like that's not a name that pops for me from Game of Thrones, right? Like Carl Drogo pops. Uh, what's um, what's the one that the who's with uh, Aquaman? What's her face? That's uh, Daenerys, aka uh, Khaleesi. That's Khaleesi. like because he's a call. Like his name is Call Drogo. Call is a because they don't explain a lot of stuff. You have to figure it out as you're going. Right. Call is like a ruler of a tribe of the Dothraki, sure. and if she marries him, he be, she becomes a Khaleesi. Okay, like that's a female king in there. You know what I mean? Right now, see, I was under the impression that his name was Carl. No, it is not Carl. It's Carl. that'd be awesome if his name was Carl. Carl Drogo. Carl Drogo. That's yes. his name in my head. Just That's so you know. fine. That's his, fine. His name is Aquaman, aka Carl Drogo. <laughs> That's so, I'm, I'm good with that. So Khaleesi, I know that she has something that she is like the thing of everything. And I think you would even mention that she has something with the dragon because there's the three dragon eggs and the dragons, and then she melts the throne. I know that happens because we talked about that on an episode here. So I know that's what happens all at the end of all of this. Right. Sorry about that. That's okay. Well, I never, I, listen, who would have thought a month ago I'd actually be watching episode one of Game of Thrones, you know? Again. <laughs> right. But the other thing is, I guess she's crazy because not only, um, my wife tried to read the book as well and she, you know, made it to like the 17th chapter. And apparently in the book, like that early on, like 17 chapters in the first book, they're like, Khaleesi is a crazy person. That I can't tell you because okay. I never read the books because I refuse to read the books until they're all out. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm wondering if in the book, you'd, I'd have to talk to your wife, is that there's a there's a line, and this doesn't spoil anything, there's a line that they say every time, I forget what her last name is, Daenerys... Something, whatever, whenever somebody is born into her family, the gods flip a coin, whether they're going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread or in a full batshit crazy. Gotcha. And I think a lot of that is people saying like, she's very like, they're like, she's, some people are saying she's the best. And some people are saying she's batshit crazy. Do you know what I'm, what I'm right. trying to lay? Right. So I don't know. Like I said, I never read the books. But. Gotcha. Uh, also. 
uh, in a lot of the stuff with the uh, Aquaman people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that they're just constantly hard and fucking all the time. They're they're barbarians, Joe. Right. It's just like they're apparently they just constantly have erections on underneath their loincloths. <laughs> yes. And in true HBO fashion, when two people are having sex and the woman is on top, she's actually sitting like where the rib cage is. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you have to do it on HBO sex scenes. I I don't I don't know I'm I right. I guess that's how sex works. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Right. I just find it funny. It's like okay, he he just comes in and then like he doesn't even like move his thing to the side. It's just like apparently his his penis just pops out. It's like a little trick or something. It's like so, uh, it's like sex machines, uh, right. <laughs> shorts and from Dustle Dawn. And I'm not sure yet how I feel about the uh, the heavy amounts of eye makeup that Carl Drogo wears. Mm-hmm. He just wears a lot of eye makeup, and it seems very uh, unbecoming of an Aquaman. Well, but it's waterproof, so it doesn't run when he swims. And that's the other thing is because he goes off and does the Aquaman, I assume he's not here for the whole series as well. Could be. Could be that he finds time in between shooting schedules. Mm -hmm. So uh, is there anything else interesting? Uh, I think that's it for the first – I like the first three episodes. You know, I like the – the back and forth with uh, Ned and what's it, the the Kingslayer, as you said, like that um, mm-hmm. Lannister, mm-hmm. Jamie Lannister. Uh, when they had the little thing about like, oh, my armor doesn't have any dings on it. It's like, oh, you must choose your opponents wisely. It's like, or they never get a chance to get close enough. And like that little back and forth. I'm oh. like, ooh, I can't wait to see these two go at it, you know? <laughs> Joe, okay, now I'm going to say with all the information you've given me about what you like, what you think, yeah. where you think it's going, you have some things so right. Mm-hmm. And you are you you're so fucking wrong, <laughs> right? And that's the thing. That's I like. I love not to know. And go ahead. Sorry, I don't like to have things spoiled on me. But like Game of Thrones, it's like a phenomenon. So some of it's gonna leak through. Mm-hmm. And this is just me filtering what's leaked through my head mm-hmm. into my head or into the public consciousness and how I'm processing that after watching three episodes of the show. Exactly. And the thing is, me having seen it all, right. the show never gave you, like, as it was going on, gave you shit that you never thought was coming, which is what I loved about the show. You'd be going, you'd be going, all right, this, this is this, this, oh my God, where the hell, did? not in a bad way, like it's it's coming out of left field and it's just stupid. It's, it's all there and you should have saw it and you see it. As it's happening, and you're like, oh, shit, I never, like, it throws you a lot of curveballs, which I love, and just a lot of great dialogue and snappy pattern and stuff like that, and I'm envious of, like, what you have to see, and like you say, you know Sean Bean's character, you know, gets the the, the comeuppance at some right. point. Um, he was supposed to be like when you're watching. If you didn't know this, you're watching that that first season, thinking he's the main character. He's your hero. He's your protagonist. He's gonna be all the way to the end, right? And when it happens, Joe, as a person who's never seen the show, you're like, all rules are out the window right now. And that's the first like major. You're like, huh? And then as it goes on, and people start getting whacked when they you think they're gonna be around forever, and other people this, and people show up. And will disappear for seasons. 
Like literally, they're like, I'm not part of this. And they'll go, you have to pay attention. This is a show that you'll be like, I haven't seen this guy in 10 episodes, but he's important. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a, it's a head scratcher at times, but it's really good. And like I said, I, you know, the last two seasons, eh, what they are, but to get through the first five, there's no, in my opinion, there's almost no better TV that's ever been done than the first five epi- seasons of Game of Thrones. Mm. Cause it's really good. I'm so excited now that Joe's watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> this could be the end, though, being that, like, my kid's back from camp. Oh, that's right. You can't be watching, uh, uh-huh. you can't be watching, uh, what are they, the Dothraki and Fuckfests while your kid's in right. <laughs> But season one is ten episodes? They're, they're all ten episodes till you get to season whatever the last two are. Then there's seven and six. They're... Every season is 10 episodes. And once you get into the rhythm, you're going to figure out the formula of a season. Okay. I'll explain later. I don't want to say anything, but th- there's a formula to how the season's going. Like around three, you're like, hmm, I think I'm picking up what they're putting down. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. That was uh, my uh, thing. Can I ask you about a tweet? Sure. Uh, there was a part of the show after Dark when I would just quiz Todd about the uh, tweets that he would make that I didn't understand or didn't get. Right. Uh, he, you'd send out a tweet that just said, some tweets are truer than others. And they are. Some people, if you know to read between the lines, they're super true and some are super false. And then I see you in interacting with some other person who has their account protected, so I only see one side of the conversation, so I right. got nothing. I got nothing on that. What was I? What was I saying? Um, I haven't seen it yet. Hopefully, I'll get there this weekend. Uh, yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I'm assuming that could be about going to see the Spiderman. Um, no, I think uh, I don't know what that was. I'm looking. I'm looking up that. Uh, I have no idea. Right. Um, sorry, that one I don't know. I'd have to look and. Fair enough. Oh, no, that's it. That's all that's gone on in the last week. Non uh, main show material, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's it. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thanks for listening to uh, episode 243 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. Uh, you know, longboxheroes.com. Uh, soon to be named network.com. If you're a Patreon subscriber at the $5 level, you got this like two days early. You know, you want to help us out, get 